0: that's the beauty of the creative space is it's there's always ways to creatively spin your mistakes into a learning experience for others or something that's still engaging and entertaining for other people to watch you have to like people have to understand that when you mess up it's not always something that should be locked behind you know closed doors
1: whole list of questions i had written down how many of them i actually ask i'm not sure but um dude you've just been killing it lately like with the videos appreciate that man and i just thought you posted that you have one you're super excited about so i can't even imagine how that one's looking yeah that one i like
0: watched it last night or proof watched it um but yeah it's like I don't know. It was just an incredible day of snowshoeing. And, um, yeah, it was like just the most perfect weather you could have asked for. I mean, like the morning, um, you know, there's like that blue hour kind of like right before the sun rises and right after the sun sets, it was like, I can't even describe how blue it looked it looked <laughs> fake it was like unbelievable and um so yeah I just like started the day off with that amazing light and then not a cloud in the sky the entire day and just did a snowshoe up to uh this little point behind or near Mount Baker up in Washington um and I was like mind blown it's the first time I've really done like a snowshoe like that up and where it's just like deep snow fully immersed in the mountains like that and it was and all alone like, too are you completely alone yeah but i mean there's a lot of other people out there too you know so it's a pretty popular spot um but yeah i just i've been recently like bringing more um camera stuff up on those kind of hikes even though it sucks to carry but um so i had you know like my black magic and A couple of lenses for that and then the pentax with two lenses for that and i just like i don't know man the footage was and the colors were and i had the drone too so i got some drone footage it's just like unbelievable but yeah it it's an exciting it's just i'm excited about it so
1: yeah i can't wait to see yeah when's it going up sunday snap all right well i'm leaving it open (laughs) let's go (laughs) um but so really like we both do video stuff yeah Um, well you you're doing a bunch
0: of sick so what is it that you're doing with video really
1: uh i have a since we've last talked i started my llc um so just doing like video production um some of it's just like real estate stuff and uh, like talking head stuff but i mean i still love lighting that stuff and making it look good and all that that's cool um, a lot of it uh has recently has kind of developed into some more arts oriented videos so i just got back from nashville shooting like a dance uh video so it was like a two-day uh set so there's like a lot of lot of opportunities popping up and it's kind of freaking awesome
0: that's awesome dude i see the yeah. some of the rigs you're using are pretty badass you got some sweet yeah <laughs> camera setups and stuff i'm like dang
1: yeah well i got the that's i just bought like the fs7 uh,
0: oh yeah nice. uh, just
1: kind of as like an in-between before i potentially get like an fx9 or like one of the sony's newer mm-hmm. uh bigger cameras but it's so much fun because how old are you again i'm 20 oh wow okay yeah 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 you, i feel
0: like you're getting there earlier than way earlier than i did because i as i got older i started appreciating more of like um that kind of stuff too just like you know stuff as simple as making like talking headshots look good and capturing that and listening to, listening to people talk and what they have to say I was so like I don't know my head was a bit all over the place when I was twenty I feel like so I was like oh thats no that's stuff's lame and blah 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 and like <laughs> I don't know just thinking I was too good for like a lot of stuff but now it's like there's so much. To find uh satisfaction and fulfillment in in like so many areas of videography and photography that it's it's pretty cool and like yeah even even when i'm just like because i still do like not super fun projects you know like i just did a video for my buddy's company because they do like they make like crates to transport stuff in and i like just like walked around the warehouse with my movi and my pan and my gh5 and like and then just filmed a little, like, talking head stuff while they're, they're in the warehouse and talking about the company and just, like, whipped up a video, you know? But it's, like, for some reason, like, four years ago, I would have been like, God, this sucks, so boring, so not what I want to be doing. But now <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is actually, like, kind of fun. And, like, I had joy in, like, getting good audio out of the talking head and, like, get light. Yeah, like, true that, good, dude. I don't have, I'm not, like, I don't do that stuff super often, so I don't have any, like, lighting gear or anything like that. So I'm always, like, finding finding like sneaky ways to get good lighting you know so i'm like using natural light from a big garage door and stuff and i'm like okay let's move this over here and it's like it was kind of a
1: fun process overall so so actually believe it or not like a lot of the stuff i wanted to talk about today is more video oriented um i just i've gone through two different film schools at that point one of them was in high school so i obviously completed that but i went to college for like a couple years and ended up dropping out just because I was getting so involved with my own work. Um, And I just, I realized from my experience and from what I know to be true at other film schools that like they don't teach you the business side of it. Um, And I feel like beyond that, they they just don't teach you the creative process of like turning what you have into something that could engage an audience and be like a lifelong commitment, you know?
0: Yeah, I have no experience with film school at all, but I always thought, like, you don't have to go to film school to learn that stuff, like, that can all be done on YouTube, you can self-teach yourself, but if you want to, like, make connections in the industry, and this was, like, for me thinking, I was kind of viewing it particularly in the space of, like, Hollywood, like, Hollywood films and that kind of stuff, if you want to get engaged in that industry, then film school like make sense because and this is so isolated uh, or this is so um, magnified into just the like California region I guess because I always thought that like and this was just my assumption that like if you wanted to get into the Hollywood industry and make work on movies like that then you'd have to go to one of those film schools that kind of like feed you in to those production or uh, those studios you know and stuff down there, but I really have no idea how it worked I how it works. I just kind of assumed that. But I never really viewed film school as a way to like learn valuable creative assets that I could use to better my filmmaking. I never really thought film school would be worth the money that it was for me to go and plus I ended up not getting accepted until either of the film schools that I applied to. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> well see that's like that's kind of like the angle that i feel like i really appreciate about what you're doing is it's kind of unconventional even in the sense of like what i'm talking about with business it's like just having your own platform and your own audience that you're engaging with and that's interested in what you're doing like that has always deep down in me just been like this goal that i've wanted to work towards and it, it It's, like, obviously hard to put time into that because it doesn't make money at the start. Yeah. Um, And probably doesn't even make good money after, like, a long time of doing it. Oh, yeah. Um, Unless you get some luck. But uh, I really wanted to kind of, like, talk to you about just, like, the big picture of it for you. Like, having just that community-driven creative outlet. Um, Because I think once it, it seems for you, it's just been this kind of, like, compound growth that's been taking off a lot recently and just you've been putting in a lot a lot of time and energy into it and it's yeah from my point of view it looks like it's paying off beautifully yeah i mean it's still like you know if
0: i were to go out and because i have a degree in marketing if i were to go out and get a full-time five-day-a-week nine-to-five marketing job somewhere at a agency or something like that or try to you know use that degree to some extent and get some salary position it definitely would I think still pay more than what I make with the YouTube channel at this point but um you know I've kind of like diversified my uh um, revenue sources into kind of three different things so you know even though I'm not making that much on the YouTube channel right now like I can still if the dream has always been to find a way to at least be able to work on those YouTube videos because those are videos that I'm genuinely interested. I I get fulfillment out of and find satisfaction in. So, you know, I've I just because the past nine months I was at a I was at a nine to five four days a week. I like worked with the CEO of the company and like explained to him like Hey, I'm I'm doing my YouTube channel. I'm like this is my truthfully this is my long term like goal with, you know, the YouTube and making the video, these types of videos that I'm making right now. Um, but if I'm here like five days a week, I just I can't put anything into the other you know, my my YouTube and, and that other business that I have. And so luckily he was willing to work with me to be like, okay, how are you coming four days a week, see how that goes? So I did that for like nine months. <clears throat> but still I mean that you know, that was eight and a half hours a day, four days a week, and then living in Washington too like during the summer was fine because I could always go out and film on that Friday usually because it would be sunny outside but like during the spring and then when fall came and winter if Friday's like rainy everywhere then I'm kind of screwed because I, I don't film my videos inside like everything that I do is outside and so that became an issue and then also just like balancing other aspects of my life you know health and and uh, my girlfriend and family hanging out with friends. I just didn't have time to put in to the YouTube channel, uh, to the extent that I wanted to, which is why this in 2021, you know, I got like, I think I made maybe half or less than half as many videos I made in 2020, but, um, through some adjusting and whatnot, I've been able to transition away from the four days a week there and get back into making the YouTube videos. And then also reaching out to some, uh, companies that had emailed me previously in like 2021 and 2020 and they wanted to um, partner like collab you know spot do a sponsor kind of thing on the YouTube channel which I was always like hesitant to do um, because I was worried about the authenticity aspect of it all Um, but if it if it draws people away then I understand but at the same time it's like every piece of media That people consume otherwise typically has some sort of advertisement aspect to it you know or like some pay gate that you have to get you know that you have to pay like any streaming service you're gonna have to pay for any tv that you watch you're gonna sit through commercials like so i just started to justify it a little bit more because it's like okay if i want to continue making these videos and people want to continue watching my stuff then this is right now this is how it's going to have to happen. Like, I'm going to have to bring some sponsors on board for each video. I still actually work at that company, but only one day a week now. So there's, like, the three things that I'm doing to keep this functioning. But, um, yeah, it's, the. I mean, it's, I love the community aspect of it because there's people that I, like, that I chat with all the time, like yourself, that are, you know, I have, like, another group chat that we do like a zoom call with just film photographers from like all over the place we do a zoom chat like every couple of months and it's like the people that i've been able to meet it's really priceless you know i mean so to have that direct line of communication people that are just able to comment right on the video right when they see it give you feedback let you know like i don't know it's such a motivating factor and then taking it one step further and actually being able to meet people in person for coffee or go out shoot
1: some pictures you know that's a great point um and you're right i feel like it really is priceless i mean i don't have a massive following or anything but i feel fortunate in that like the 800 people or whatever the number is i don't even know what it is that follow me are like they're so supportive they're not like 800 random faces they're like if i put something out they will make sure everyone they know knows about it and like that's just it's just unbeatable yeah um and two, like I always tell people this, like people will
0: say, you know, oh, I only have like five hundred followers, oh I only have eight hundred followers but you know, like think about that, like fill a gym with eight hundred people or something. You yeah. know? like that's a lot yeah. of people, man. Like it's nothing to to get bummed out about because I mean, first of all, it's just you know, it's 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 just your a place to start and it is a like large amount of people and especially like what you said and if they're that supportive then that's just how the growth begins you know and then you get a few more people in there that are like yeah i'm really i really like that i really like his work i really like what he's doing and then they share it and it's just like it's a snowball effect and the snowball effect can happen quickly for some people but most of the time it's you know it's a long
1: process of so patience yeah but, i feel like honestly i mean this is just my kind of view on it right now at the stage i'm at but i feel like it it's more about that engagement no matter what number of people it is than like the number of followers who maybe there's like not any engagement like having a smaller community that's more involved i feel like wins every time yep that was i always tell people
0: that and i'm like you can go and look at somebody maybe they have a let's just use an example they have like a million followers or subscribers or whatever it is but they're getting 5,000 views per video and 30 comments and you know thousand likes or something like that and then you go and check out people that are you know 20,000 subscribers or something but they get 15,000 views and 300 comments and it's like brands that you'd want to work with tend to usually not look at that I think I see I think they see the face value of like oh wow a million subscribers look at how much our look at how much reach our product or service is going to get but then you break it down and you're like and I hate reducing it to this because it's not all about this but when you're like trying to make it work financially this is just unfortunately the game that you have to play but yeah that engagement is is everything and I knew that going into it and I was like I don't want to just make some viral videos that you know get a lot of attention but then people just kind of like lose interest down the road and then they're gone in a couple of months like I want to play the long game and build that community aspect of people that are interested people that are engaged
1: yeah and i like if you're thinking about the impact i feel like that you could potentially have on someone like i draw back on when i first really got involved with like the film photography world and let's take like an obvious example like willem i don't know when i first started like watching his content but when i watch willem's videos or anyone like yourself or anyone in the category of like film photography on youtube i'm not just watching and being like yeah that's good pictures i should try that film stock click off whatever it's like I will dedicate like a time to go and like grab lunch and like watch this video and just like enjoy everything about how it's put together and like be inspired and from like a video standpoint and like from a photography standpoint and from like an individual standpoint on just like narrowing what my goal is on like what I want to be creating just like taking those inspirations and like making it the center stage of my daily life the people who I follow like that's how much I let it affect me because of how much inspiration I draw that's awesome and I think that
0: potentially happens more in our field because our field is so you know creative and art oriented that it's like not just about the content that's like happening but it's about like how is it shot like What's the color look like? Everybody's got that eye because that's just, you know, we're photographers and filmmakers. Like everybody's looking at those little aspects of everything that goes into a video. And that's fun. You know, I get people that comment, you know, and they're like, man, I just like, it blows my mind that you're like, you know, you're hiking up that stupid mountain with all that shit and you set up your tripod and you go walk up and you bring it back and you, and it's like our type of uh you know our community within the film world and, and the filmmaking world like those are the people that like that's the kind of stuff that they notice you know it's like not just about like what's happening like it is in some other spaces um yeah i just you know whenever anybody has that kind of experience realize that it's them taking time out of the, their day to express that towards you and you should you should be happy about that so
1: yeah and just like the. There's so much more than what like this person is just saying, in the comment, you know, like if if they're commenting, there's a good chance that they're doing exactly what you're doing, or they're trying to, and like the effect that you're having on them is massive, and it is potentially like their primary focus right now. Totally, even though social media
0: has a lot of downsides, and I don't, you know, YouTube as a company a platform, or kind of are weird it's still like you can't negate the fact that they've completely changed the game for a lot of people and they've brought some amazing creators a space to share their work get notified and bring some incredible opportunities their way
1: yeah i, I actually really love the point you made about youtube as like a platform because that's something i think about a lot without thinking of the positives honestly it's just like how sus yeah like the sus. internet is no doubt so <laughs> and, sus. but then you you also just like you think about how much good it does Mm -hmm. and it's i don't know i i feel like it's just the reality of the world and it's been that way for centuries if not longer it's just yeah there is good but there's someone that abuses it yeah and and unfortunately
0: like negativity usually carries more weight than positivity like scroll through a hundred good comments you're like cool 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 and then one person's like what are you like you know, just goes off and you, what are you doing? This is, this is completely wrong, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, that's the one that gets you fired up. You're like, what the, and then you start getting all pissed and you're like, did you just forget about the hundred people that just said, hey man, this is like awesome and like great work. There's one dude who's like not even serious, not even like, you know, he's like just looking to start this, start something and that's the person that you focus on. It's like, that's always, how humans are it's like the same thing with the news like how much positive news is out there not a lot because that's not what gets people fired up that's not what gets people's attention it's like what bad thing it's not activating the fight or flight (laughs) yeah and that's like what youtube you know like all the social media is too and i'm not excusing the behavior because a lot of it is as you said extremely sus and like you can't just let it like you know slide by but at the same time you know with youtube and all of its shenanigans let's not forget that it's still an incredible place for filmmakers to be able to make their work and share it with people which just 20 years ago was super super hard to do so
1: absolutely i really want to talk to you for everyone's sake but also for my own sake (laughs) about your just getting into the creative process of like filming videos because like I have so many ideas and I want to make them so bad. And then I yeah. get out and I have the weight of shooting good photos on one shoulder and then shooting uh-huh. good video on my other shoulder. And I'm like, yep, this is not going to happen. And I go home. Um, yeah, And especially just with everything else I'm working on, it's like, why yeah. would I prioritize this? But like yeah. you make it work somehow and it's really incredible. And honestly, I try to not go into things with,
0: any expectations anymore. Actually, I really never did to begin with. So I never and this, you know, I think overall plays to my advantage. Maybe I missed out on some opportunities by approaching things this way. But whenever I go out and shoot now, it's like I have nothing planned. I have no idea what I'm gonna find. Like I don't go out with a specific photo in mind. I don't go out with a specific vision, storyline in mind. I'm like scrolling through my weather app, where's it gonna be sunny in Washington? drive there with all my camera shit and like just see what happens and um when you do it that way there's really you know things can start to take a like clusterfuck type of uh you know they, they can start to go that direction for sure you know you start messing up and you're like oh my god I'm losing I lost two frames because I forgot to do this and like oh the mic wasn't on for this shot and then you start to get flustered so that like definitely can happen but As far as, like, having an overall vision in mind, it's really difficult, I think, to do that if you're making, like, videos about photography or film photography because there's so many variables with everything, you know, especially when you're shooting in environments like I shoot in the outdoors and where nothing's scripted and you don't have lights to play with and all that. Like, you're really at the mercy of whatever the environment throws your way. So I've learned that my expectations are pretty low going in and, um, yeah, I don't have any preconceived notion of what really is going to come out of the video. So that's like the first step is just understanding that you are not, in, not in control of a lot of things going out. Um, and then just through my experience making videos, you know, I've made, I don't know how many videos about film photography, probably 80 or something, um, through all of those videos, and you know, granted I've shot maybe 5 to 10 that like just fully fell apart, like I didn't even post, but through the 80 videos that I did make, ev- almost every single one, I'm at some point through the process i went this is just awful this is not going to work like what is happening whether it's out in the field and i film something and it mess and i mess up and the video's you know i don't have an audio for the video that i needed or you know i something happened with the film and it's like all oh, my pictures are gone i'm like this is i like what how am i going to salvage this and then when i push through and i do persevere, persevere through that uh, roadblock, you know, whether it's later on in the filming day or whether it's when I get the scans back and I see that I have a couple images that are really good or I'm editing and I find a neat way to do something creative in the editing space that clicks and I'm like, wait, hang on, I might have something here. And then you can build off of that and get to a point where it's like, okay, all that stuff that I messed up on is actually like a really good aid in the story that I'm trying to tell or it's a really good learning experience for other people there's just ways to always that's the beauty of the creative space is it's there's always ways to creatively spin your mistakes into a learning experience for others or something that's still engaging and entertaining for other people to watch you have to like people have to understand that when you mess up it's not always something that should be uh locked behind you know closed doors or something like that it it, it's not always something that you should shy away from sharing because other people are experiencing it too and in the moment you might think god i'm like i'm everybody else is killing it everybody else is putting out this great stuff and like here i am struggling i can't do anything right and it's like dude no i guarantee you even if people like I think in the film space, too, a lot of the people, like, a lot of the content creators share a lot of their mistakes, which is good. But there's definitely spaces on YouTube where, like, everything's so clean cut. Like, people want their image to be like, I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. I don't mess up. It's not, like, there's no way that's the case, you know. Like, everybody goes through it. And it's just a matter of how can you use that to your advantage to, at the very minimum, like, show other people that they're not alone in their own mistake making. So, um, <clears throat> you know, that's, that's a big one that I've tried to implement recently. Like a, c- a couple videos ago, you know, I, I thought I just messed everything up, um, with just, uh, it was a frustrating day of filming and rain it'd clear up. I'd go out and start raining again. You're like just going, you know, back and forth. And I'm like, just getting super frustrated, super flustered. You know, then I open, I like open the door of my 35 thing, like 35 camera. Well, I didn't have the film rewound. And like, I'm like, Oh my God, did I just expose all that film Did I just ruin all the, all my pictures? I, you know, I'm like, everything was going wrong in the moment. And I'm like, no, there's no way I'm going to be able to make a video out of this. And then you get the scans back. You realize you only lost three pictures. And, I realize this is going to make for like kind of a funny and entertaining segment of this video, like showing people that things happen and you just got to work around it. So yeah, just, you know, setting the expectations low, not having too like, you know, you don't want to have them too low where you're just like going out on a, you know, willy nilly kind of like, Oh, whatever. Like this picture sucks. Phew. You know, this video shots, you know, you still put the effort in, but like, even when you're putting the effort in things will go wrong, but I mean, what more can you do at that level? Like you're, you're not being lazy. You're putting the effort in. That's just the name of of the game. Even when you're doing everything right, things will still find a way to spiral out of control sometimes. And it's just rolling with the punches um, and figuring out how to implement that into the storyline. But I think that's, for me, I approach things with a very like documentary kind of aspect where it's like, nothing is scripted but if you have an idea that is very specific you know you have you have like a um a a real specific vision in mind or whatever it may be then i can understand how it would be quite frustrating when that stuff happens because that deters you off the path whereas my videos the approach is like okay get deetered off my path well i'm gonna venture down this new path then and like see where that leads me because that's just like what i'm doing um But, uh, yeah, that's with the photography stuff. I mean, it's so hard to balance, like videos for photography. It's so hard to balance, like getting your video shot and then getting the picture that you want. A lot of the times, um, I'll see something involving people and I'm like, video shot, gotta go set up, take the picture. But like once the video set shot is set up, boom, moment's gone. You're like, oh so in that aspect sometimes i i'll like grab the picture if i can really quick and then like go afterwards fake set up a video shot that like makes it look like i'm taking the picture just because it's like same value in from a entertainment standpoint but yeah um so that was a long answer to your question but i think you know low expectations and just not being afraid to go down whatever path um the environment makes you go down, explore it. Cause you might find something great. You might find a great story down that path. So,
1: yeah, I think that's a good lesson to embrace too, which is photography in general, <clears throat> you know, like just letting, letting the world kind of lead you in whatever signs you want to, you know, observe, <laughs> you just let it take you and like, keep going with it. Yeah. So like people like Gregory Crudson,
0: who does like the bit, they do the, you know, big set staged photos that are beautiful and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna observe that from a distance because that just seems like so stressful. Cause I'm like one little thing that like is off about what I'm picturing. I'm like it just seems like so stressful to me. But that's just me. Like I know that there's people that find like so much fun in doing that kind of stuff. Um but like for me I'm so go with the flow, like let's just go out explore see what happens if bad things happen then let's explore that path in which it pushes us and there's a beautiful story to be told really everywhere so that's like just my approach and a lot of people's approaches will be very different but um
1: that's actually one really valuable thing i've found in having my business in shooting video mm -hmm. projects is it's like I have those moments all the time. Obviously, it's it's bound to happen on any film set where something goes wrong and you think like, I'm not qualified for this or this isn't going to turn out. But the contract is signed. They've paid a deposit. You're not going anywhere. Like you got to roll with the punches. And usually like 99% of the time you finish the project, it's rendered out. You watch it and you're like, I'm actually happy with this. Like, this is OK. And I'm just going to make sure I never do that one thing again um but really like last huge question i have for you is just you talked you might have already hinted at it maybe um and if not then correct me but just like huge part of your process with your videos and how you put them together is just helping people realize mistakes happen and you roll with it and you can still produce something out of that but for you what is like the no pun intended like the big picture here like with photography and video stuff like what is that motivating factor for you that's like i'm getting up and i'm doing this every day for this reason yeah no i've actually over the so i've always had this vision for the
0: past probably six months to a year and it's the first vision i think i've had that's actually set in reality um and something that I think, not to get too ethereal here, but something that I'm like, not destined, but like something, no, something that I'm like, potentially like really built to do um, in a not like, not trying to sound like full of myself or anything, but like something that just, I feel like I could, like you said, get up every day and still have it bring me some sense of fulfillment still get my gear like get my creative gears turning um on a regular basis and it's 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 kind of big it's it's a big scale but it's like essentially uh throughout the course of uh, making my videos about film photography I always have felt that I'm a little bit different from the other people in the space because while the pictures are very important to me, they aren't everything. And I'm not going out, truthfully, I'm not going out every time to create amazing pictures. I'm going out to share an experience about what is happening in the world and whatever part of the world that I'm in. And I do that by using film photography as a vehicle to explore those experiences. So while I go up and I do a hike and I'm shooting pictures along the way, the pictures at the end of the day aren't necessarily what fires me up. It's about like what happened throughout the hike and what story and what feeling I bring to the people that watched the video so truthfully speaking I do think the videos in my case carry more weight than the pictures do my long-term goal isn't to be necessarily a photographer it's actually more so to be uh like an experience teller uh somebody that can share experiences with other people and from an experience standpoint I think video is a better way to share those stories than photos are you know, and I think you realize that too. And so while I'd love to make a photography book at some point, I'd love to do a gallery at some point. I love looking at pictures that are printed big, you know, and looking at those landscapes that I take on big prints. It's beautiful, but I think my long-term vision is to navigate the world in a way using film photography as that backbone and as that vehicle Um, but to use it to tell the stories of people and places that maybe aren't super familiar with a lot uh, that aren't super well known or familiar with a lot of people so I'd like to I'd like to make a series an ongoing series, I think, um, video, uh, a video series, just using film photography as that vehicle to travel and meet other photographers along the way, but to tell the stories about their community, to tell stories about the place that they live. So it's very much a cultural kind of thing you know i want to combine video photo travel to make kind of a long form series of journal entries that are based around a you know 45
1: minute video episode well i'm i think that's a really incredible goal i think it's one that you are more than capable of tackling. And I mean, just from how you describe it, I feel like it's something that's imminent. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Super special thanks to Bray for having this conversation with me. If you guys are interested in seeing his videos, learning more about what he's got going on, check him out. YouTube, Instagram, Bray Hunziker. Thanks, y'all.